from the East Coast to the mother slipping West. This is the Coast to Coast NBA podcast. I'm Chalanga. And I'm Dylan. What's up, everyone? I'm feeling good, Dylan. How are you feeling? I feel like it's fun to stay adult. I feel like the YMCA song right now. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. Hey, that was a good game. That was so fun. That was so fun to watch. Seriously. Holy crap. I... Man, I, I'm I'm scared. I'm a little scared that I'm falling too hard in love with this new Wolves team, but fuck it. I love it. I love this new Wolves team. Um, the only thing I don't love about this new Wolves team is that they can't get Josh Kogi on the court. Like he, <laughs> he comes in on the last 30 seconds of the game and shoots a three and just rims it and it's so bad it just bricks right off of the inside of the rim right okay so yeah so there's a lot of things to talk about on this new team so i i guess first let's talk about how now this team is suddenly very deep like this team has i guess this whole year the team has been toliverless right (laughs) we are a kogeless uh-huh and it's making me cry Seriously, last year our our fourth point guard was Aaron Brooks. This year our fourth point guard is now Jared Bayless, which is a huge like that's crazy. That's a huge, huge, huge win. Uh, yeah, we have way way too many point guards on this team. I think we need another wing. Uh, another wing could be useful, but at the same time, you know, like if one of our wings goes down, we've got Josh Okogi, who's who's not in the lineup right now. So like Josh Okogi is great because he can play for a guard who goes down or a wing who goes down he'll play either um and i, I get well is he gonna really play well against the best small forwards in the league like Kawhi leonard's or lebron james like he's not gonna no one plays well against yeah but LeBron, like but like the the only he's not gonna be able to like large small forwards i don't know if he's gonna be able to play defense against them you know no not not super well because he is he is much smaller. But I'm saying like if Robert Covington is hurt, at least you have someone who is clearly very capable defensively who you can throw right. out there. You know, in that case, we'd put Wiggins at small forward and we'd a Kogi at the two. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, we all know Tibbs rides hard for Derrick Rose. I know, um, and Derrick Rose at the shooting guard position is starting to. It's just like, why is he getting shots? Why is he getting shots that should go to the younger players? Because at this point, I don't know. In theory, we were supposed to be, at this point, a rebuilding team again. Mm -hmm. But whenever Derek, I mean, he just keeps making shots, so I can't tell Tibbs not to put him in. (laughs) I know, it's such a hard place to be. so annoying. Because he's he's legitimately contributing to winning at this point. Which yeah. uh, sucks. <laughs> That's the worst reality to have as a Timberwolves fan. Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, if, like at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because this year is just kind of a drop in the bucket, right? This year is kind of like, hopefully, hopefully what we gain from this year is we really learn how important it is to dis- like surround towns with high quality role players. Because that—that's what Robert Covington is, right? He's like 
the Porsche of role players. He defends so he he might be better than the Porsche. Yo. He might he might not even be a role player. He might be yo. His he's his defense tonight was unreal. I couldn't believe it. I his <laughs> offense tonight was unreal. He shot like he made like four or five threes. Yeah, man. I love him. He's quickly quickly climbing the ranks. Now, I I love Robert I do love Robert Covington. He is easily the game changer of that trade right now. But Dario Saric is my favorite T-Wolf. The reason being that I think Carl Anthony Towns right now, when he got that like handoff from Dario and it turned into a turnover, I think that those moments in those games, I think they're going to turn into assists. And I think Dario is going to – I think he's the type of player who needs to – be on his team for a while for people to be like, oh, this guy is just pass happy. Like it kind of like a Ricky Rubio. Like you just need to be prepared to play with this player to always pay attention to where the ball is and where the ball could go and anticipate. And you saw that sequence from Jeff Teague to Dario. And they were like all driving into the lane and passing it off. And it was literally like watching, I'm going to say it, the Warriors. The Golden State it was Warriors. Like watching the yes. Warriors. Uh-huh. It Wait, was amazing. Are you talking about that fast break where, where Jeff Teague brought it up and then he kicked it to Derrick Rose? Derrick Rose jumped up and then kicked it in the paint to Dario. It was kind of an off pass. Dario like stepped back, grabbed it, and then he whipped it cross court to probably Andrew Wiggins in the corner, who then whipped it to Jeff Teague for the wide open three. That's that's what you're talking about? No, that was a that was a totally different one. I was talking about the one where they well, because like of course, the Warriors are known for finding the open guy for three, mm-hmm. and and that's kind of what the whole league is doing. But the thing that the Warriors can do that no other team does is that they're so athletic that they have one guy driving to the rim, then they have a second guy driving to the rim, and then they have a third guy driving to the rim and dunks it. Right. Um, like Curry will drive to the rim, and then he'll pass it off uh, to uh, Draymond, and Draymond will like uh, – throw an alley-oop to uh, Kevin Durant for a dunk. And that's what that looked like to me. Yeah. When Okay, so Jeff Teague was coming in. I, bl- I believe it was Jeff Teague. And he passes it off to Dario, who, come, who like comes so fast into the lane. And I think he had either he had one guy who was clearly in his way, in his path, or he had two guys. And then he just slides it over to Cat, who just throws it down. It was the closest I've seen to Warriors basketball in the league yeah it's cool man the wolves they're just having fun right now like they look like a new basketball team because they just they it's clear that they're having fun playing basketball for the first time this year and it's cool to see it's cool to watch people who are really good at basketball have fun doing it because it was the least amount of iso i'd ever seen the timberwolves play i know it's so amazing um one thing that like i did i did notice and is a little I guess like concerning is that uh, our guards do a lot of jump passing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Remember that play when Derrick Rose jumped up and then he's like, oh, uh, my hand got hit. So I'm dropping the ball and then lifts it up <laughs> oh. for a layup. Did oh, you yeah. see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. That was... <laughs> he does like uh, Derrick Rose does some of the craziest ass plays I've ever seen in my life. I don't understand what he's doing with the ball ever. He's just like, 
I don't think he knows how to have an offensive possession without jumping. Uh, or without, like, <laughs> frightening everyone in the entire target center. Right? Man, he's just, like... It's he, so scary to watch him play because it's, like, high risk, high reward, and it's only been reward so far. Yeah, uh, but, you know, it's going to it's gonna regress to the mean, I'm sure, at some point. there's gonna. I feel like Derrick Rose is going to go through a very long, cold stretch. But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully a Kogi can take his spot in the lineup eventually. I think that is ultimately the the ideal well, for the Wolves, right? As as a fan, at least. I don't even think he needs to take Derek. Well, all of Derek Rose's minutes. Derek Rose played thirty four minutes tonight, and he cannot do that. No. If the Wolves want to be a consistently good team, no. he should be taking at least half of Derrick Rose's minutes at the shooting guard position. Well, and and Tyus needs more minutes too because he had a really good game. He was really effective in the I like the Tyus around played. the 11 minutes though. He played 11 minutes and I don't know if I want him playing 20 minutes a game anyway. Actually, 11 minutes is kind of perfect because he like does his thing, he doesn't make any mistakes. He doesn't have to shoot like in eleven minutes of basketball, you don't have to take a shot. <laughs> no one notices how small he is, right? But but he still plays like he plays really good like positional defense. Um, he had that really great steal where he just put his arms up and and intercepted that pass, um, and then had the assist to whoever. Uh, but he he's like actually for how small he is, he's a pretty quality defender. And he gets the offense moving because he just brings the ball up the court and he passes immediately. And um, I've, Good for Tyus. Yeah. Good for Apple Valley. Speaking of Apple, Apple Valley. Valley, speaking of Apple Valley, we got a sighting today. Gary Trent Jr. scored eight points in six minutes of garbage time. Oh, they left yeah. him alone from three. <laughs> he, and, he, and he drained one. It was very nice. Good job, um, Gary Trent. Good for Gary Trent. Good for Apple Valley. Good for Minnesota yeah. for producing them yo okay so i was kind of i think in the preseason i was kind of like lightly defending jake layman i'm so sorry i ever did that <laughs> oh my god because he he's <laughs> he, he was playing okay before but yeah he just like uh is not an nba starting caliber player like no he just isn't he sh- there is no other team that jake layman would start for i um, know that jim peterson during the broadcast said that jake layman was he's like Oh, he's such an athletic forward, and I'm like, um, okay. But then with that block on uh, that Towns had on him, oh my god, mm-hmm. left hand up, just sturdy as hell, mm-hmm. and got the ball, like just palmed the ball from that. Listen, what? that was my this is this is my favorite thing about the game is that both Wiggins and Towns were super engaged on the defensive end of the floor. Towns only scored 14 points, nine rebounds, didn't matter because. Even though he wasn't getting the ball in the post all the time, I mean, he took 15 shots, which is is less than he should take, but not horrible. You know, I think Town should take probably between like 18 and 22 a game. But uh, that's also a good thing because he, even though Carl Town struggled, like he shouldn't be shooting 15 shots and only getting 14 points out of it right. ever. Right. Ever. He that's, should be getting to the line at the very least. Yeah, that's that's incredibly inefficient for him. Um, um, because he's gen- he's generally a very Im- efficient scorer. That's, that's yeah. his MO. But it was so good to see everyone else step up. Right. And I still don't know if Carl Anthony Towns can be the best player on a winning team. But 
I don't know. Maybe Andrew Wiggins can be the best player. No. <laughs> Dude. Okay. You're trying to walk me off the Jeff Teague ledge, but look at you saying Andrew Wiggins is the best player on the Timberwolves. That's <laughs> that's a fucking garbage take. Granted, Andrew Wiggins' dunk on Miritich, I think it was Miritich, was the play of the year oh my in God. all of basketball. In all of basketball. I'm with you. That was amazing. That was amazing. That was uh, one of my favorite Timberwolves moments of all time. That he, and like, uh, remember Zach Levine's dunk on Rudy Gobert in like 2016, oh. I think. Uh, that rivals that rivals that moment. Listen, Andrew Wiggins. I'm I haven't 100% given up on him yet. I'm slightly slightly given up on him, but not 100%. You know, he's shooting 42% from 3 to start the season, but he always starts the season hot from behind the three-point line. And tonight he was 3 for 8. Yeah. So, that's And if he so, could, if he can shoot 3 for 8 every night, that's fine. What is that like? 37 and a half. Uh, yeah. That's like a, just above league average. Uh-huh. That'd be great. That'd be great. If he was 37 and a half. But Andrew Wiggins plus minus was the highest of anybody on the court. He was the best player on the court today. And he was only 42% from the field, but it, it really didn't matter. He was doing so much on defense and so much. Yeah. I mean, he had two steals and a block. Mm-hmm. When was the last time Andrew Wiggins had three stocks? Maybe it happened this year because he's been really active this year. But, like, he had five rebounds. He had four assists. His block was steals, awesome, too. His and block, a block was really awesome. It was, a, it was, it, he came from behind. It was in transition. And he yeah. sprinted and blocked it. Uh, granted, if they, and, they got a shot off of it because they didn't, we didn't get the rebound. But it was an awesome block. In all honesty, Yes, I've given up on Andrew Wiggins as being as fulfilling his potential as a number one pick. But the fact of the matter is that the potential that's still there, if he can use his athleticism, is that he could make an all NBA team. He could. Wow. Just just in terms of his athleticism, if he can go up and down the court like he did today and play on both sides, coast to coast, baby. If he can, if he can, like his transition offense and defense should be the best in the league. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to remember this day when you say that, okay. Are you saying that he is going to make an all NBA team or he could? No, I, I think that that's his ceiling. I still think that's his ceiling. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think it's, it's not a likely possibility, but he could make an all NBA third third team all NBA. If you're saying it's not a likely possibility, then I, I can vibe with that take. Because that is a he was very, amazing tonight. That's a very like soft, weak, mild flavored take. It's not that soft. That's pretty hard. I think a lot of people wouldn't ride on him. I think Andrew Wiggins will make an All Star. But you're not you're oh, you think he you think he will make okay that's that's a bolder take than his ceiling is maybe he could be an All Pro All All NBA third team player. That's yeah. like saying that he will be an All Star is a is a harder take. And okay, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's harder to say that because he's in the West, but Andrew Wiggins will be at some point in his career, based off of what I saw tonight, he will be a top thirty player in the league tonight, at some point tonight and on one season. and on Wednesday too. He had a great game on Wednesday. Yeah, he's been playing super well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Towns ha- Towns played well on Wednesday, but. Towns didn't play that well tonight, and I was just super happy. I mean, he played well on defense, and that's really what was the difference in this game was our rim protecting. Yeah. 
Honestly, so Sharich, Sharich, which I'm learning. It's not Sarich, it's Sharich. Uh, and Covington mm-hmm. have infused a, an insane amount of en- energy on a team that was formerly playing like a bunch of fucking zombies. And if the Timberwolves can leverage this energy for as long as possible, maybe go on a nice streak or go on like a 8 for 10 sort of run here um that could lead to a lot of good things and maybe this team could actually make the playoffs and and towns and wiggins could could show some development and some improvement and if the team keeps playing defense like it did tonight granted damian lillard had an off night it was very clear that damian lillard was not on his game uh and but but that's because of your boy I lost Chalanga, everybody. I lost Chalanga to the Jeff Plague. <laughs> Yo, Jeff Teague on a fucking bum knee the last two games has looked like a stud. I'm sorry. I, I, I've i had a lot of Jeff Teague hate. Does he have a bum knee? Because he's been taking a lot of charges. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that's the thing. He's got a bum knee. I mean, he's got the uh, the brace on his left knee. And he was he missed a bunch of games. He missed uh, two or three games because he was. Cause I remember. I remember. Um, and he's playing like it's not even bothering. Except when he walks, you can really. I think tell. that he actually tweaked his hamstring. I think that was a separate injury because he was grabbing his hamstring last game. Commercial. All right, here we are, back from our commercial break. I Yo. was having some. Uh, Kettle brand potato chips, sea salt and vinegar, my favorite. Oh, salt and vinegar? That's also my favorite chip. Mm. Wow. It's so good. It's so addictive. Mm-hmm. And it gives me my vitamin C, my daily dose of vitamin C. I'm just drinking some beers. Well, no, you got to we're, we're doing our, uh, this is our sponsor, sponsorship part of the podcast. You're supposed to say what kind of beer you had. All right. This, don't forget, Coast to Coast NBA podcast is brought to you by Grain Belt Breweries, Hmm. the best brewery in Minnesota. Um, Thank thank you to our friends at Grain Belt. Everyone, have a primo night. You know I am. All right. So back to where were we? Like, uh, what did Jeff T. Chalanga caught the, the Jeff plague. I'm sick. <coughs> I'm dying from the Jeff plague, and I'm not sorry about it because I'm oh. I'm on the Jeff Teague train. I'm uh, sorry about it. Oh, Kogi. Okay, Kogi. Okay, Kogi. Jang, nice joke, okay. bro. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, we need to stop with this. Oh, we're wigging out. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm having none of Nanelli this. Oh, get out of towns, bro. Okay, I'm done. This is so stupid. Um, listen, <laughs> I love the lo- I I love the new look wolves. I love the prince uniforms, and I love that KG was back. I think that just gives such good oh. energy to the to the team when KG's around. Was KG not around because of Jimmy Butler? Did they have a feud going on that we didn't know about? That's kind of what it feels like. I mean, cause, theory. Because when when Jimmy Butler was doing his thing, KG weighed in on it, and he was like, "That ain't that ain't cool." <laughs> like, that, there's he's like, "There's some shit going on." I remember all this. That was this year. But like, why has he been gone? 
Why wasn't he here all, all year last year? That's true. Or he, he was target center. He, he wasn't there last year. I um, thought it was I thought it was a problem between him and Glenn Taylor, but I think it's anyway. I think it's multiple things. Like him and Glenn Taylor. I think that maybe he really liked Zach Levine. Maybe that was his thing. Like Zach Levine was his guy. <laughs> well, Zach I, Levine's my guy too. I think a lot of NBA players really like Zach Levine. I think I read that one time that Zach Levine is like one of the most a, well-liked NBA players in the league. I think it's probably because of the, all the work ethic he has. Everybody right. says he's got a lot of good work worth work ethic. So Zach Levine's awesome. It's great to have KG back. Yeah, I love KG. Everybody loves KG. He's like the one of the most lovable, insane NBA players of all time. I mean, why wasn't he wearing twenty one with the purple jersey? He was That's wearing ninety nine. That was so weird. I mean, it's up to you, Kevin. You can wear whatever goddamn number you want. But like a Kevin Garnett twenty one uh, Wolves City jersey would have been amazing. I'm gonna get my mom. Really wants one of those Prince jerseys because she's a big Prince. really. She's a huge Prince fan, and she knows that I like the NBA. Who's who's she gonna get? Because they have a limited amount of jerseys, don't they? I I heard it was like just Towns and Wiggins, and I I heard uh, Derrick Rose as well, which I am not gonna get a Derrick Rose jersey. God but, no, I'll probably get her Towns. Yeah, get her a Towns one. I mean, my friend Scott Jensen, shout out to Scott Jensen. He's got a Towns one. He already got it. I hope he wore it tonight. Scott, I hope you wore that tonight. Let me know. I I think Towns is the 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 safest pick totally i don't think that andrew wiggins will be the best player on any team ever hope hopefully for his sake because then he could be playing winning basketball but maybe maybe andrew wiggins can be the second best player on a winning team second best uh, josh okogi is going to be the second best player on a winning team anyway well, next year i'm talking about this year we're going to be a winning team this year i'm not talking about next year i hope so oh winning just being like making the playoffs sure I'm down with that. Yeah. Ah, uh, sure, sure. Although at this rate, Derrick Rose is going to be the second best player on this team, which yeah. is a n- fucking nightmare. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I just my, I don't know what I hate more about it. I don't know if I hate Derrick Rose like just being on this crazy streak that he should should not be on right now, that no one would be on right now, but or like when I'm when I'm on the message boards and everybody like on these live message boards is saying like Derrick Rose, oh my god, he's back. I'm like. Settle down, everybody. Come Get on. off the message boards, Dylan. Sorry. There, that's, there's only horrible things to be had on the message board. Like, what have there you, are only horrible people on the message boards. Yeah, what have you ever gained from going on a fucking live stream message board? I've never been, I, I don't think I've gained anything by engaging anyone on social media. Uh, probably not. No, no. The social media is only for putting your opinions out with no consequences, right? That's, that's what it's for. <laughs> That's why, yeah, that's why we live tweet every Timber. <laughs> uh, All right. So we're always trying not to get in trouble. I think that's our that's our main goal. End this pod, Chalanga. Just end it already. All right. Yeah, we're we're trailing off. I've like I've had I, half a bottle of wine and it's several beers, so I have to say, before <laughs> before we go, this is gonna be a different year. Every year in the NBA, we see the teams with the most talent end up being the teams that win in the end, right? Mm-hmm. Almost every year. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking out this year, possibly, for a Detroit Pistons type of year. This could be the year 
I'm not I'm not saying it's definite because like I I'm just I'm sniffing it you know I, I want to get ahead of the curve on this because the Warriors are right. going down in flames right it's now. It's been it's been since 2011 that a team that didn't have multiple superstars has, has won. won a championship. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while. So you know, the law of averages, right? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. So I'm just sniffing out right now. Maybe the team with the best chemistry will win this year. The Celtics aren't looking good. They don't have chemistry. They got all the stars. They don't have chemistry. You look at the Bucks. They don't have all the stars, but they have so much chemistry. They got a lot of chemistry, and they got fucking Giannis. Yeah. Well, and Giannis creates the chemistry. Mm-hmm. And the Wolves, they were playing like crap. And then what happens? We get two guys that improve our chemistry instantly. Uh, and it's amazing to watch. Are you saying that the, the Wolves are title contenders this year? No, I'm just saying this is the year. Of, I'm like, look at look at the look at the Wizards. Like everything that is happening in the NBA, good or bad, seems to be because of chemistry issues. Yeah, either either good chemistry issues or bad chemistry issues, and it's and it's not so much like oh, how many stars do you have on your team? It's more like hey, can this team win together? Mm-hmm. And Right now, the Wolves are winning together, and I think that that's winning basketball. They had six players who scored more than 11 points. They, Taj Gibson had 12, and everyone else had 13 or more. And, I mean, just the amount of players who were getting theirs on the Wolves tonight and, like, just sh- showing off on both ends of the court, it was really nice to watch. And let's, yeah, let's watch out for the rest of the NBA and um, and see if chemistry is the title decider. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, it was. If a, Steph Curry's hurt, Warriors don't have chemistry. It was a great night, you know. And what we've learned from this season is that the Raptors have chemistry, and the, that Kawhi Leonard is the easiest superstar to play with. And with mm-hmm. that, we're out of here. Wait, wait, wait. What about <laughs> Kyrie scoring forty three? Oh, yeah. It doesn't. Wow. That doesn't quite support my point. But uh, still, the Celtics like, are going to be we'll fine. The, they're going to be fine. It's like don't. It's, just, it's gonna take a little bit because like Gordon Hayward had a foot that was separate from his body, and all these young kids could jack up as many shots as they wanted. And it's just gonna take a little bit, but they're gonna figure it out, and it's gonna be fine. Everyone, stop panicking about the Celtics. They're too fucking good for it to be bad. It just takes. It just takes a little bit. And and they're not selfish players. They will be able to develop the chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be just fine, and they'll be just as good as everybody thought that they would be. It's fucking... It's so early in the season. It's so early in the season. You can't really say what any team is yet, except that the Wolves are going to make the playoffs. 7-9, to nine, baby. Yeah. All right. Thanks, this- thanks, Dylan. This has been really fun. <laughs> this is like... <laughs> this was uh, goofy and, and good and, and, and a good conversation. Thank, so thank, thank you. Uh, yeah. A little off the rails, but uh, I'm enjoying it. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night. I'll hope to get this up tomorrow. That is fucking tight. All right, we're out of here. Peace. Bye. That was fun. <laughs>